what's up everybody welcome back to another 3d hangouts my name is Noel Ruiz I'm a designer here at Adafruit and joining me every week is Mr. Pedro it's going on right I'm Pedro's creative tech here at Adafruit and every week we come to share a 3d printed project featuring electronics from Adafruit that's right this year we combine 3d printing DIY electronics to smash them together and make inspirational projects good morning everybody hope everyone is doing great let's go ahead and start off the show with this morning's coupon code is geocache that's right. If you want to pick up anything in the Adafruit, rewind. If you guys want to pick up anything in the Adafruit job, please use coupon code Geocache to get 10% off your order during checkout. This works on just about everything in the store except for gift certificates and subscriptions. So we have some free deals as well. Adafruit.com/free for orders that are $99 or more, you get a half-size Perma Proto. For orders that are $199 or more. You get the half size Proto and Circuit Playground Express, our flagship lovely product. And of course, for $2.99 or more, you get all that plus tax and free US Continental UPS ground shipping. So that means if you get a printer and you're in the States, you can get free shipping on it. It's pretty good. Same day delivery is an option in New York City. Certain zip codes apply. Check out the website for that. CircuitPython meetings happen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. This week it was led by Katni one of the lead developers in CircuitPython. This happens in our Discord uh, channel. So check out our Discord server. The invite is discord.gg slash Adafruit. That's where we're all hanging out. That's where all the devs hang out and all the awesome people in the community with over 9,000 members and growing. Thank you guys so much for joining. Newsletters, Adafruit Daily is the daily newsletter that you gotta opt in, that you have to opt into. Um, so go to adafruitdaily.com to see all the different categories. My favorite, Maker Business, and of course, CircuitPython. For the new products newsletter, that's newsletter, uh, it's adafruit.com slash newsletter. Again, you have to opt into this. You don't automatically get added because we don't like spam and we don't spam people. So you have to work to get that. Yeah, so uh, one last piece of housekeeping is the Adafruit Jobs form is open. So if you're a maker and you will have some skills and you want to pay your bills, you can head on over to jobs.adafruit.com. Please do so. Make a profile if you're a maker or if you're somebody that's looking for maker skills, to, somebody to build your project. Uh, why don't you uh, check out all the awesome people there and post up your thing. It's free to do so. It's our gift to the community. Check it out, jobs.adafruit.com. And that's all the housekeeping. Now we can talk about um, you guys. Shout out to everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. We have Olinsky in the chat room. We have 8-3. We have Lara Lordvoss. And of course, Stuff with Kirby. Kirby, shout out to Kirby for being an awesome community member. We actually met up uh, at Disney World's Epcot and we we're hanging out, had some dinner and very cool guy. So give him some, some loves. All right, we are going to bounce into this week and last week's project. Uh, we were out last week on uh, vacation, but we still managed to release uh, a very useful project. One for this lovely new device called the iPad. <laughs> yeah, so this is a really good companion to the trellis. All those uh, lovely trellis projects we've been coming out with, figured we'd take a break from that and add a nice little iPad bumper case to the newly released iPad Pro. So of course, first thing we do when we get a new device is yes. make a case, make for, a it. case for it. So this is all Ninja Flex, flexible material. So it's nice to touch, nice chamfers all around. And of course, one of the most important things is it keeps your device nice and level. So you don't have oh that cover, that nope. camera bump, um, making it all, you know. Was yeah, that, that's the, the, the notes. You've hit a note. <laughs> so, of course, we have the cutaways for the USB, the power, and some lovely um, little uh, bumps here for the volume, the up and down. Yeah, huge note. This is Ninja Flex Cheetah. So this was designed specifically for using flexible materials, uh, the TPU style of material, which is uh, flexible materials. So this was printed on the Ultimaker S5. It's a fairly large print. So that's the only printer. Uh, huge shout out to the Ultimaker team for making such a reliable printer. It's our workhorse go-to printer and uh, it fits on the bed. So that worked out really well. It's a Bowden type of a printer. So sometimes the flexible stuff's a little bit challenging to print with them, mm -hmm. but not with Cheetah. Cheetah has a shore hardness of 95A, which is uh, the, <laughs> the shore hardness. 
Uh, it's not as elastic as the 85 original Ninja Flex, but it's still very flexible, virtually indestructible, um, and it's definitely going to work out over over longevity. Like it's not going to deteriorate. Yeah. So we do have to use support materials just because of the overhang that we're using here. It's a pretty large overhang that we need to actually hug the entire uh, iPad. So slips in like that it goes over the entire thing like that yeah so again awesome. i'll note you don't you can't do that with pla that'll snap and break yeah. so we don't recommend pla so please don't use pla <laughs> so lovely cutaways for the way super happy on the way the geometry that came out for the little buttons here so we've got a like nice little cutaway with the little nubs that are interfacing with the volume up and down button uh, you should be able to add this on the, I think it's on this side where the Apple Pencil goes. Uh, see if that should give it a little bit more strength for the magnets to be able to attach to the pad. On the back we have the little frame here uh, that's connecting both of the sides because the size makes it a little bit more floppy. So you can see the um, top and bottom here. Uh, it would. Uh, be a lot more floppy if this was not connected to the yeah, other side. It, it adds tension to the edges so that it kind of retains its shape. Um, we printed it without that and it, would, it wouldn't fall out, but it was definitely floppy when you pick it up. Mm -hmm. uh, this edge here would just like come off because there's no tension to it. Here, it's, it's not as bad because there's, there's not much width here. There's more length over here. So that's why it's definitely important when you're designing something uh, that's really long, you definitely want to have some extra tension. And uh, having this little geometry here is nice because then you can kind of highlight the apple. Uh, you, you could even add more here and here to give it like a super sturdy so this wouldn't flop there. Mm. Um, but there's so many cool things that you can do with this. One of the ideas we had was to add some loop rings potentially, maybe to this side here so that you could kind of have a satchel maybe. Or, or if, dude, this thing has an amazing camera. Yeah. It's like better than the, ca the phone in our camera. Um, the, the phone and our camera, the camera and her phone, mm -hmm. it works phenomenally well. It, it has some features we didn't even know it had. And one of my um, favorite ones is the live yeah. um, it's turning F into an iPad commercial. review, <laughs> yeah. So there's, of course, this Fusion 360 file, so you can adjust any yeah, of the parameters right. for this. Going. We have a whole learn guide for that if you want we to do. jump Let's into jump that. We do, let's jump into the learn guide. This one um, just talks about the project as a whole. You definitely want to use NinjaFlex filament. We carry a bunch of NinjaFlex filaments to the point where we buy them by the pallets. So definitely check out our filaments. We have some really good prices on them. Um, and we have them in different colors, different shore hardnesses, uh, and of course, different filament diameters. So all good, all good things there. So check those out. Back over to the learning guide. Uh, one of the really useful cables that we have is the USB-C to Micro-B cable. This is really handy because you can connect things like the Neo Trellis M4 which has a micro USB port and connected directly into the USB port of the, of this guy, of the iPad. There it is, iPad looking at itself. Very cool. So there's some NinjaFlex there and our favorite printer, of course, and even some blue tape, which, uh, which is useful uh, for printers that don't have a heated bed. Uh, this blue tape is really nice. Um, we'll talk about the, the other stuff, but this is a really nice tool that we use for just about anything. Uh, cutting off headers and uh, removing support material. This is the Haku flush diagonal, flush diagonal snips. They're always handy to have and we recommend them if you don't have them already. So let's hop over to the 3D printing page where you can find the slice settings and some more... Um, the red right here, hey, this is for flexible materials, not for PLA, stop doing it. The dimensions for <laughs> this will not fit on a rigid material. Stop printing our NinjaFlex designs in PLA. <laughs> so here's some slice settings that we used um, on a particular, on our setup using Cura 3. The latest has really nice materials profile, so check that one out. Printed with a regular nozzle and a 0.2 layer height. So there you go. Um, so tell me about the uh, the, support material you do want to use some support material and it seems to work pretty well with the with the stuff yeah jump into the preview of this let's you can see it. the gif animating oh. yeah let's do that let's there is going to be you, you are going to have to use support materials uh set it to everywhere and the one trick is to dial down the density down to five percent so you have a nice uh clean break from the geometry and the support material there you can also add a support interface if you'd like but you don't really need it, it should print um 
The density should be low, a lot, low enough to just pull right out. Sweet. And then you do your cleanup with the flush and the hobby knife to get some nice clean edges on that. I did have to use that on the cutaways okay. to get that nice little clean edge on the power and the USB uh, port. Let's do overhead real quick. Should you show that? Yeah. So to get that nice and clean, as well as the power button there. Yeah, normally we don't like using supports with, uh, especially with flexibles, but they turned out very, very good. Yeah, we're quite really surprised. Good job with it. There, there wasn't any, there wasn't much string as well, and the retraction was turned on, I believe. Yeah. The retraction was set to. So I think you six can millimeters? totally print um, with retraction settings kind of default, mm -hmm. um, or to whatever the the material profile is set to, and just give it a try. Yeah, it works out pretty well. Yeah, especially with cheetah. That's what I was saying. The cheetah stuff is really nice. You can print faster. Um, and better quality, I think. Yeah, faster in terms of... Faster, the speed of printing. Yeah, uh, it still takes about five hours, I think. Oh, well, did it's huge, this. yeah, it's yeah. huge. Another design tip is uh, if you were to print this where this was fully covered, that would take 10 hours or something ridiculous. Probably. So having a, a minimal type of area here works out really well. So that's why it's super minimal and uh, pretty much optimized for 3D printing. Yep. Used a heated glass bed. I believe it was set to like 60C and that worked out perfectly. Yes. What other settings do we have there? Uh, layer height, two uh, millimeter, 0.2 millimeter for the height. Um, yeah, the re retraction distance is eight. It's the default. what the default that's was, really yeah. good, man. And 25 for the print speed. You might be able to bump it up to 30, but mm -hmm. that's... Yeah, it's up um, to your system, however you have it set up. Mm -hmm. But uh, always start off with the base and then work your way up there. Vision 360 file is included as well, so you can yep. take a look at the, uh, the STL. You can just print this out, or of course the uh, yeah, right here. step file. There you go. Take a look at that. You can download it um, by opening that link, and then up here at the top, there's a little download button. You click on that, and then you have all the different file formats you can download it in. You can even mill it if you'd want out of a DXF. That would be cool, yeah. Right. Although so there's the design, all the sketches and time, parametric timeline is all part of the Fusion 360 file, mm -hmm. which is why we like to uh, give away the file. Yeah, the radiuses are adjustable through the sketches. Yeah. It should be easy to adjust that. There's a really nice geometry inside there. Yeah. So the little cutaway we were saying, the first question, of course, that we got was, does this work with the Apple Pencil? Probably, maybe. I don't know, does this work with the Apple Pencil? Let's test it out. Let's do a live uh, test here. We haven't uh, opened this yet. I know, it's just been sitting there. Yeah, this is an Apple Pencil, the new one. Will it work? I don't know. I bet it does not work. Yeah, the magnets might not be that strong. No way. It works? It freaking works. Does it flop <laughs> out? No, it's holding it. Uh, okay, that's cool. Let me blow on it, hold on. <laughs> No, it's still there. Well, I wish that we had time to show this in the video. <laughs> nah, it's fine. But check it out. Yeah, it I works. think it was a comment. Like, I put the Apple Pencil doesn't work. I, th well, I was, I was betting with them. them. Well, I was not expecting it to no, work. No, it works great. Huh? Um, does it work from the other side? No, the magnet's it's only just, on this side. It's only on that side. Okay, cool. So there How you go. How does it dock with it? A pair. How does it pair with it? Uh, I don't know. We'll leave that for another show. Oh, there you go. It works. <laughs> You charge and it, it doesn't come off. Isn't that how you're supposed it's supposed to, to be charging. Yeah, it go. says right there charging. Oh, okay, so it does, Sweet. It does recognize okay, it. Okay, cool. There you go. Works with the Apple Pencil. That's how it connects wirelessly. Is that right? Yeah, that's how it charges. Look at that. It's nice and... Uh, yeah. How, nice thick pull is, on it. how thick is the... Uh, 1.5 millimeters. So a millimeter and a half is how thick it is. Um, you could make it thicker. I wouldn't go any thinner than that. Just, just for uh, oh one five yeah. yeah. I was gonna make it two millimeters, but it it gets it, need it, it yeah. quickly starts getting really yeah. uh, chunky. Maybe if you're printing with a thicker nozzle, you could try a thicker thing if you want. If it works yeah. out, but it's pretty cool. Go. Yeah, it works. Um, wasn't expecting expect to, it to use work. it with the pencil sense. Mm -hmm. A lot of the things that we're using it for is this little companion for the trellis, uh, the neo trellis. Of course, yeah. all of the uh, it's music. It's a phenomenal music making device. If anything, mm -hmm. it's that's what you're paying for. This thing's phenomenal. We'll have some musical stylings of Noah a little, a little later. bit later. Yep. But all right, so that's cool. last week's project. I think Yay. it's a pretty handy one. As we say, as you know, every time we get a new device, it's up to us to kind of create a, a custom solution for it. Yeah. Protect it. Um, good exercise in uh, in 3D modeling and problem solving. Pretty sweet.
So check awesome. it out. Files available for free. And we got a learn guide for you. Yay. That's excellent. So let's talk about this week's project, which we just launched earlier this morning. This is a GPS tour guide using the Adafruit Halloween and Ultimate GPS. So we have a learn guide for you guys set up. This walks you through everything you need to put this together. Uh, this was an idea from PT. He had like 10 years ago where he wanted to create a music player that was geocaching sort of uh, location based. So when you get to a landmark, it would play back uh, a song or a secret hidden message. Um, and now that we have something like the Adafruit Halloween, this is a board that has so many things on it. It has a display, it has cap touch, it has a built-in amplifier so you can play back really good sound. When you bundle all that up with uh, the Feather ecosystem, you can expand on it. So that's why we have um, a ton of Adafruit, Halloweens, uh, Adafruit Feather Wings, and this one is the ultimate GPS. So you can add GPS to your Halloween and display some, some images and play back some audio. So that's pretty cool. Another awesome thing about the Halloween is it has all these JST connectors right on it, so you can plug in things directly. So it has built-in USB LiPo charging, a uh, power circuit already, so you can uh, regulate your 3.7 LiPo battery. So that's what we got going on there. Just plug it in. The speaker, you just plug it in. We're starting to use these little uh, Pico blade connectors, um, which is great. So uh, you don't have to solder directly into the board, which is really nice. So those are the parts lists. Um, we got some hardware things as well, like the cables. We have some pre-made JST three pin cables, which is really nice. That connects to the sense port on the Halloween. Again, another awesome feature of the Halloween. And for anybody that's new to this project, new to any of the products or circuit uh, Python, we have some prerequisite guides that are linked here that'll walk you through setting everything up or, or finding out more about the pinouts and things. So that's the introduction to the project. Real quick, I'll run through this one. Uh, so we actually took this to Disney's uh, Epcot and we were walking around World Showcase and the idea was that as we would walk through the different countries, so the World Showcase uh, represents like 11 countries and you just kind of walk through them find out a little bit about history, food, that sort of stuff. Of course, merch is Disney. Um, and so we, we put in some locations, some countries, and as we were walking up to them, we actually had it play the national anthem and even display uh, some, some things like the flag or, land, or, or cool landmarks. Uh, so that was us at Disney Epcot over the weekend, um, or really last week. And uh, we went to some of the rides too, like uh, Test Track. And over here, this is a mission space. So you kind of pull it up and you can uh, listen to some, some audio clips of myself because <laughs> I did the voiceovers. So it would be like, hey, this is a you know, world showcase and kind of fun things like that. So it was fun to take the project there and, and actually test it out at different locations and, and display different things. So that was really cool and really fun. Back over to the Learn Guide. One thing to note, uh, security did not have any issues getting through no. <laughs> into the parks with a no. uh, nice little it, gadget there. It just there. looks nice. The 3D printed case doesn't make it look uh, intimidating or whatever. It just mm -hmm. looks like a legit thing. Cool. Uh, so let's, let's run through the guide a little bit. So over here in the circuit diagram, just kind of get a visual representation of how to wire up the things. Again, everything just kind of connects and plugs in. Um, it's just the switch that you kind of have to solder in the battery, or I mean the button, um, which, is, which is right there. So you can check it out. If you ever want to use uh, and create your own um, circuit diagrams, we like using the open source software called Fritzing. And we have a Adafruit parts library as well <laughs> that, you can, uh, that you can download individual parts or the library as a whole. Huge shout out to Dave Estelles. Dave Estelles wrote the code for this project and just check out his learn guides. He's doing some phenomenal work with Adafruit. You can check him out. You can follow him on Instagram. He's um, at, at DSTELS. You can just type that in. Check out that newly released, super awesome, uh, totally time appropriate yeah. Circuit Playground Express ornament. Yeah, check using uh, Microblocks, which is kind of like a, a, a code block based editor, which is really nice. So check out him, give him some love. And um, he's also on Patreon too, if you want to help, help him out. Sweet. So the, the first part here just kind of 
walks through setting up the uh, setting up the Halloween with CircuitPython latest version every time um, a new version comes out. Uh, definitely worth upgrading your hardware. It's super easy to do. You just download a UF2 file and drop it in. That's what's awesome about CircuitPython is that it's so easy to uh, to update the firmware, switch out the firmware, and add libraries. So here's some of the libraries. Um, we actually have a GPS library written in CircuitPython. And um, uh, yeah, so those are the recommended uh, libraries that you can get from the library bundle. So we have that as well. You can download the whole bundle and pick and choose some of the libraries. There are some file constraints that um, you can fit up to 8 megabytes um, on the SPI flash that's on board the, the Halloween. Um, yeah, and then you can pick the, the libraries that you want. Um, as far as the assets are, are, as far as the, yeah, the assets and stuff for getting images and, and, um, and WAV files, we walk you kind of through that. There's, uh, here's like a kind of a sample of how to add uh, locations. It's all stored in a locations.txt file. So this is an example of uh, one of them. So you have a number and you have the longitude and latitude. So if you go to Google Maps and you type in any of the addresses, if you look at the, the URL bar in your window, normally it has the, uh, the longitude and latitude numbers, and that's how you can pull it from. So when I was putting together my trip at Epcot, I was just uh, searching around and pulling, copying and pasting those longitude and latitudes into my little spreadsheet. And then uh, the following stuff is assets. So um, you get a bitmap. We're using bitmaps currently right now. Um, the image display library that we have for, uh, for the display on the Halloween uh, uses bitmaps. So you can load those up, type them out, give it the right file name, and then the audio stuff is done in WAV format. And we also have a learn guide. If you have MP3 or something else, uh, you can convert that using open source free software uh, to convert the audio formats uh, for the microcontroller. Um, and then this is the format. It's a WAV, mono, PCM. And you can, you can do 48 kilohertz. Uh, I recommend like 22. That way you can fit way more longer audio clips on, uh, on, your, on your SPI flash. So there you go. The code is on GitHub. There's some sample assets as well. So those were actually by Dave. He uh, put together some, some stuff around his local, uh, his local area. Um, so Got there some are some hidden geocache locations as yeah. well. There you go. Uh, so that's fun. So you can reference all that. And of course, it's commented as well. So if you want to dig in there, you can, you can read all the comments that Dave set up. So that's the software in a nutshell. Moving on to the 3D printing. Pretty simple uh, two-piece snap-fit-together case. There's a little bracket for securing the button. And there's also a bezel that kind of um, is a, is a snap-in piece that, that shows uh, the screen, kind of highlights the screen. CAD files are available to download. I have a, a nice uh, link for you guys there. They're on GitHub and Thingiverse. Uh, slice settings, pretty standard slice settings. We always have the same there. Uh, there's a little note about tapping the mounting holes with the screw tap. Installing the bezel is pretty straightforward. Just line up the little pegs and it snaps in. Um, if you guys want to create new designs, we always uh, have this link here. It's the Adafruit CADS parts library that's on GitHub. So if you have something like Fusion 360 or SolidWorks or even Tinkercad, you can use our, uh, our 3D parts that we use in our projects. So for example, the, the GPS module, the, the feather wing, and the hollow wing as well as all up there. And then one last note here, the, the filament that we use, people really like the filament that we use. And uh, we, we really like the filament from Filamentum. They make this really nice glitter infused filament that's pretty nice. And I got some links there uh, for, for those. Excellent. And the rest of the guide just kind of walks you through the assembly. So, you know, when you're working with the, the, the feather wings, there's so many different options for headers. So this one just shows you which, uh, which headers work best on this project. Wiring up the button, just a little note here. This is a really nice button. Um, you can get a pack of them um, from the shop. And they have this really nice metal ball at the end of them. And they have this super satisfying click to them. So they're very tactile. Uh, and I just have this little diagram here to show you how the pins are shared and the polarity so that you can wire it up properly to one of these pre-made three-pen JST cables that plugs directly into the hollow wing, which is awesome. The slide switch is, uh, is wired into the GPS 
uh, module, so that has two pins. It just falls through the guide. It's pretty simple to wire that one up. Installing the button. Uh, so I have this kind of neat way to secure the button to the side of the case with this little 3D printed bracket. Um, so they get, it kind of snaps and hugs onto that side there. And they use two screws to, uh, to join the, the bracket to the side of the case. So you get this really secure button. Pushing it, you can push it as hard as you want and it won't come, come out. So that's really neat. Kind of a new way uh, to, to secure buttons to things. Definitely um, be using this geometry yeah. for future button mounting since uh, it, if your little standoff breaks, you don't have to print your entire case all over again. Yep. A and neat way to do it. There's some, some neat remix options you could do, I guess. Uh, here's, here's the button in the overhead. You get this really nice click. There's just a hole there and two other holes, so it's pretty simple geometry to model. And then on the inside, we can, we can probably see it if I just take this off. You kind of see it in there. It's kind of being hidden, but there's the bracket with those two small screws here. You can use 256 screws, um, which are imperial screws, or you can use uh, the M2 screws is what we suggest using, because we like metric screws. They're the best. I set it here. So there you go, there's securing the button. Um, install, and then the rest kind of shows you how to install the, uh, the Ultimate GPS Featherwing. There's some built-in standoffs to the bottom half of the case, and those just get secured with these screws. You know me, I like screws. I like the metal ones. And uh, those, these ones work pretty well. I have them linked in the overview if you want to get these exact screws. Installing the switch, it's pretty straightforward. It's a little slide switch. We have a little holder with the, with the end stopper at the end so that uh, when you push the button, or when you slide the switch, it, uh, it'll stay in there and won't fall out. So that's always nice. Then the last page is the assembly, putting it all together, plugging in all the things. Um, yeah, like I said, the, the, the speaker just plugs right into the, the little port there on the hollow wing. Same thing with the battery. We're using that 400 milliamp battery, which really works well with all the feathers because it's got a really short, ca uh, really short cable uh, and it fits in between, for the most part, between uh, the hollow wing and a feather wing. So that's cool. Everything gets stuffed in there. The speaker has this little, little this kind of sticky end. You peel off the, the little protector film and then you can stick it to the little cylinder thing that I have there set up. So I have a little dedicated spot for the speaker to fit into with holes and stuff. And the last part is they kind of uh, snap in the, the hollow wing onto the GPS feather wing. Uh, be, because it has really nice headers, it just kind of snaps in there and gets secured in place. So uh, that allows the top, the top half of the case to just come off and not have to worry about things you know, attached to that half. It just comes off easily. And there you go, there's a snap in the case together. We've got these lanyards in, in, store, in, the, in the shop as well for uh, wearing badges and things. Um, really nice, I would definitely pick those up. Those are nice lanyards. Uh, USB port is accessible there if you use the right uh, Headers, the, the USB port should line up perfectly like that. So that's pretty much it. That's the guide in a nutshell. If you walk through it and read it, there's much more details. We just kind of ran through it because we're running out of time. But there it is. Um, right now it's searching for satellites. Um, so I have this really nice image that is uh, real free. I got it from iconfinder.com. So you can get some really cool graphics. Um, the graphics that we share are a little bit more basic. Um, so you can totally update them. If you have something like GIMP or Photoshop, you can make some really cool um, images for your custom themed out GPS tour guide or whatever you turn it into. So there you go. Super cool project. Perfect for communities. I want to do like a little community walk or photog. You know how they do like yeah, the, the photo walk totally cool. for uh, cities. And easily hear and see uh, some of the plot, the spaces to like take photos or whatever. Yes. Super cool. Edit. It's just text file. Type in your GPS coordinates and loads like a USB drive. So super easy to modify. Really cool project that has made it super easy because CircuitPython, all the lovely Feather ecosystems that are now in place. Super cool. Yep. Last week we put together a tutorial on how to design a case with these really neat edges and corners. So that was a lot of fun. Um, so check that out if you want to learn how to model a case like this. Oh yeah, neat. you called it cutting corners. Yeah, cut corners. Super awesome. Check it out. Yep, so that's the project. If you want to pick up anything in the shop, some of the parts to build this project maybe, you can use the, the coupon code geocache. Yeah, the case looks like it's made out of granite, says Andy Calloway. 
Yeah, that's why we really like this filament. It has some really nice texture to it. Mm -hmm. there, um, it almost uh, kind of gets rid of the layer lines. It just looks like a lovely um, filament. And there's glitter in it. Can't quite get this camera to focus today. Maybe the autofocus is turned off. Let's steal some of the it jokes is. from uh, Mr. Certainly saying that geocache is valid in any longitude or longitude. <laughs> latitude. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So there you go. This is the vertical galaxy filament. They sell it in different diameters. Um, so check it out. Really nice filament. Sweet. <laughs> also, be careful when loading Bon Jovi as your song, as your GPS will be telling you telling you you're only halfway there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Sweet. All right, let's go ahead and jump into this week's layer by layer. Layer by layer. Yeah. So we got a layer by layer for you guys. It's a pretty fun one. Um, so we got we finally put our trellis M4 kit together. And um, I was playing a lot with it, and I figured that I would make a uh, bumper so that the edge is a little bit more comfortable. So I got the DXF file from the Illustrator file that we give, a, that we give out. I brought it into Fusion and did an extrusion. And then using that geometry, I just did a couple offsets to create a bumper that would, just like the iPad case here, hugs onto the edges of the, of the, uh, of the acrylic case. So instead of designing like a whole new case and getting rid of the acrylic, make a bumper for the acrylic because I think a lot of people are going to, I really like the acrylic case. It's a really nice, um, nice design by Phil B, by the way. So I walk you through how I design a really simple bumper. Uh, and there's some things here that you have to kind of uh, look out for, like the ports, for example, how to uh, add chamfers to, to features to minimize support material and, and print it without any support material. Uh, so that was just one minute, like a sped up video of the, of the uh, I think it's like a 15 minute tutorial that I walked through all the steps of, of modeling it. So that's the, this week's layer by layer. Check it out. Now we're gonna jump into what are we prototyping, which basically walks right into uh, the thing, the thing I designed. There it is. So this is a little uh, 3D printed bumper for the Neo Trellis. It's printed with NinjaFlex. It's got some really neat uh, spikes here on the side. It looks really cool. It feels really nice in the hands. Uh, on the bottom here, you can see that uh, there are some, some geometry here to kind of hold the thing together. There's a big opening here to allow all different cables to plug in here. And this is secured pretty well, so to take it off, you have this chamfered edge that kind of hugs those edges there and it kind of clips on. And it's really floppy here, so you can see that. Um, you can stretch it and stuff. It's got nice um, grip to it, so it's very grippy as well. We also have it in different colors. Here's a more simple one um, that has a little bit of infill. It's like three millimeters uh, thick, so it's got some, some really nice uh, kind of feel to it. And uh, the way it installs it, it just kind of clips on to the edges. Make sure all these are fine. You want to make sure that the screws aren't, uh, you know, inner, inner, you know, pulling this away. So just kind of orient your screws until they're flush with the, uh, the edges there. Um, but I wanted to make sure that some things weren't covered up, like uh, the silk screen here. It's so beautiful. You can see all the circuitry here at the bottom. It's, it's clear acrylic. And uh, the acrylic case is, is a part of the kit. So I really wanted to make a, something that um, complements it, not replaces it. So there you go. It feels so good in the hands too. I printed quite a few of them, so I'm actually gonna send them to Lamar and Phil. So I think they'd like it. But there's a lot of fun things you could do. Um, like ma mainly, like all the ideas that we're talking about this, uh, this bumper here, you could add some, uh, some loop rings or something, so that, or maybe a handle here so you can carry it around. <laughs> or maybe you could put a face in there. It is NinjaFlex, so you can kind of have fun with it. Like, hey. Look, he's dancing. <laughs> Maybe put a face here. That's what we need to do. We need to put a face. Uh, I, I'm known for putting faces on cases, face cases. So there we go. We'll, we'll try to do that. Okay. So that is, uh, I guess, next week's project because uh, I'm putting together a learn guide for it. A week after. A week after, maybe. Um, but the, the files are available right now. If you look at the layer by layer, there is a link in the description that you can download this, so if you have some NinjaFlex lying around, 
and you have access to a 3D printer, and you have the Neo Trellis M4, I would try it out. Shout out to Kirby for test, beta testing it. He printed it out on his Taz using um, some Sane Smart, Smarts TPU. It's like half the price. It's good stuff. Check it out. This is, of course, NinjaFlex, though. Yeah, he says it even works with the 0.8 millimeter noddle, nozzle. Yeah, that's right. He, he posted, or he's at least shared an image with me. It takes about 40 minutes to print all oh. of that. Nice. Yeah. This one I think took about, about four two. hours. No, right? two hours. Two hours. Yeah. You sure? On the Inventor. Oh no. On the <laughs> on the, on the Ultimaker S5, it, it takes two hours. On the Inventor, which is our new printer back there that we carry in the shop, that one takes like yeah, three hours, something mm -hmm. like that, three or four hours. It's just, it's just because, because it's the this elastic. Material, yeah, this is the seventy eighty-five uh, A, so it's very very rubbery. I have some over here that's printed with. The, uh, the 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 cheetah stuff it doesn't feel as good it feels more silky so it doesn't have that grip um, and it's and it's more firm so these these uh, these spikes actually kind of hurt after a while um, but it, they do not here they're just nice and squishy there um, so if you wanted to use cheetah I'd probably print the simple version uh, it's because it's more firm it, it's less floppy so mm -hmm. I think it, it I don't know which one will probably this one probably will protect it more because it has a has that bounce to it, yeah. so you're not going to crack your, your, your beautiful acrylic, acrylic case. So there you go, those are some bumpers that we're working on for the Neo Trellis. Yeah, it says it took around four hours for NinjaFlex at 0.25 yeah. uh, layer height. Cool. Yeah, these uh, take quite a while. Yeah, you want to print them slow um, so that uh, you get good layer adhesion. So that's cool. So musical stylings time. Yeah. Are we on time? Uh, we got about 20 minutes left. So let's go ahead and jump into this week's uh, either prototyping or community makes. Okay, we'll do this uh, next week. Next week I'm just gonna play it the whole show because <laughs> we've already talked about the thing. All right, which one? Yeah, so about? we're doing uh, community makes every Tuesday. We have a time lapse. We're gonna start off with the chalice. This was uh, the one that happened the week before. The week before. So it is the premiere of us doing yeah. the Octolapse style time lapses, which means that uh, we're using a plugin with Octoprint, takes the print head, moves it away, so the camera can do its shutter while the tool print head is away. Yeah, so you get these parts that print out of thin air. Super slick technique. Last last week we talked about the in depth. We walked through the plugin page and we talked mm -hmm. about different samples. We'll and actually take a look at a, uh, the magnetic switch that we're using now. Yeah, but you want to do that now? No, no, no. For this though, super awesome. Uh, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce this. Dart. Dwarven. Dwarven. Dwarven chalice. chalice. I looked it up, it's from World of Warcraft. Super awesome geometry for adding as a like a glass holder, a cup holder, or something like that. Just what I wanted to do, just ran out of time. Would have looked really cool with a glass cup and some sparkling um, beverage in there. Would have looked cool. But we're using the, um, it's a two-piece design, so it snaps in like that. I should have glued it in. <laughs> Tolerance was a lot more yeah, uh, tighter when I first popped it off the bed. But uh, we're using the Filamentum Noble Blue, just giving us this uh, really cool shimmering effect on all the detail. And it's a really cool print for like decorations. But see this time it does match um, either Halloween or Christmas. <laughs> yeah, for the folks asking, what printer did you print this on? Oh, it's this is the was... Prusa IK3 S 2.5. No, it's the uh, MK. Just the number. I'm dragging on the number. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's a Prusa. I don't know what that. Yeah, what I was uh, really impressed with was the retraction on all the little framing details here. It came out super good. Uh, didn't have to do too much cleanup. Just a bunch of tiny little, uh, little wispy hairs like that that come off super easy. Right. And no support materials because it is printed in two different uh, mm -hmm. uh, sections. And super cool details on all of the little fine little parts around the, uh, the chalice. Yeah, it's beautiful. Super Shout cool. out to the designer. This is a, a design that we found on cults3d.com. Check them out. They're a nice curated uh, repo. 
and uh, you can download it from here. We have the link in the description. He used Nutella, I guess. Why is Nutella there? I don't know. <laughs> What's the story behind that? If you guys know, let us know. Andy's saying that it's pronounced Arzimel. Dwarven. Dwarven? Yeah. Like war. Okay, Dwarven. Sweet. Very nice geometry. Sweet design. All right, next one up is a boat. A boat that floats. This was also printed on the Prusa MK2S using the OctoPrint OctoLapse plugin for OctoPrint. Check out the crazy detail. little tiny this detail. This is from Van Dragon. Van Dragon De. Super awesome designer who, who specializes in designing boats. He's designed a, quite a few boats. Yeah, the cool thing about this one is that it actually yeah. floats, doesn't sink. Did a did a very good job withstanding all of the splashing, the waves that we stuck in there with the child, and it even survived the hot tub test. <laughs> it's about what yeah. was it, fifty or sixty, whatever. Not that hot, it's but not it hot didn't melt. It's like forty C in there. Yeah, if we take a look at the details for this. Oh yeah, let's do this. This is printed at one hundred fifty microns on the uh, Prusa there. Uh, one thing to note, though, is that the um, structure and integrity of um, printing something with the print head moving away is that you are going to make it a little bit more weaker. This one was printed on the Ultimaker, uh, so it didn't have to have the print head move away, and it was able to uh, withstand like throwing into a bag and you know having it all tossed around. Yeah, the as soon as I pulled Prusa, it out of the bag, I broke it. <laughs> well, yeah. We kind of get the shower at the pool. I take the thing out and snap it right off. Yeah, so that's just one thing to keep in mind when doing an octolapse, time lapse like that. When you have the print head move away, your part is cooling down, so adhesion for every layer. That's probably not going to bind as well. Mm -hmm. um, Can I show folks the, the detail here? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, this is some crazy good detail. That's a chain. That's a freaking chain. Look at my thumb. Look how big my thumb is. Well, that's not my thumb, but you know what I mean. There's some overhang to the chain. Like that's some crazy good detail. Yeah, there's a that's lot amazing. of detail packed in this there. This isn't like 100 microns, is it? It's like regular. This one's 150. 150. That's not bad. A lot of overhang stuff here that, that catches very well. Mm -hmm. So all that stuff is see-through, right? The windows and everything. Yeah, yeah. Very, very cool. And very, it, very lovely work. And by, it's designed. Uh, it's designed to do a really good job of floating too. Yeah, it's it's a floater. <laughs> <laughs> It's on Thingiverse, you can check it out. Uh, Van Dragon painted it, I believe. Or, or I think he's doing the filament swap. Filament swap, super awesome design. Oh, I forgot to do the little boats that are on the side too, so oh, there's no even way. more detail. That's crazy, there's separate lifeboats. Yeah. That's crazy, and he's got a really lovely video as well. He has a detailed that, uh, video on having through. different infills to, um, thing, here's some of it. to balance the way that the infills are laid down using Simplify 3D, so you, you can check that out. Oh, there's a reason why it's called the icebreaker. Yeah, right? I know. I, Wanted to grab a bag of ice and throw it in the pool. Oh, that's fun. It's an icebreaker. <laughs> Sweet stuff. And yes, it has like a, some Simplify 3D Curious stuff. Different yeah, it's doing... quantity. Mm -hmm. That's cool. And you can support him on Patreon. He's got awesome designs. So check him out. He's on Thingiverse too, or on Instagram as well. Super awesome designs from the amazing Van Dragon. Very cool. So that's Time Lapse Tuesday. Shout out to all the shout outers. We have a cool print for us to check out. Send it our way. We'll make a little cool video. Yeah, so this is an update to our sort of rig that we have set up for the Purusha. Tell us about it, Peter. Yeah, so last last week we talked about using a little micro switch to have it activate when the print head gets out of the way. I did have to lower the bed size just so that the switch had enough room to um, interact with the print head. Um, but using a magnetic switch, I don't have to do that since I did have to accommodate room for the, the little switch here. When it gets to the top of the printer, it would uh, interact with that little holder, the little printed holder that uh, has the, the rods in place. With the magnet, they don't have to go up that much. There's no latch to accommodate. So it just automatically, you know, once it gets close, it, it activates the shutter on the camera. And it takes your time lapse picture. So we're seeing there. Not much hacking or taking things no, apart. It, it pretty much just hot glued it to the top there. Uh, oh, instead okay. of like completely modeling some parts for it, it was a lot more easier to just hot glue it, sure it is. and move on. There you go. <laughs> um, and yeah, we're just using the standard 
you know, camera remote. Mm -hmm. We didn't make anything fancy. We didn't program anything. It's just you're, you're off the shelf Canon um, 5D. So it's a DSLR. And this will work with any camera. Yeah, we just grabbed work, the yeah. shutter camera or shutter um, release cable. As you can see there, it's just alligator clipped to the uh, ground. I, I don't think positive. we showed it here, but yeah. We showed it a lot two weeks ago. Okay, cool. Super easy. Yeah. Just two well. wires. It's, it's just a nice solution for something that we need. So yeah, that's how we're able to get these really nice high quality time lapses using our DSLR. Pretty sweet. All right. Super awesome. Super easy way to do it with uh, OctoPrint and OctoLapse. Excellent. That was Shop Talk. Yep. Oh, I got the wrong footage there. Whoops, wrong camera. <laughs> I'll have to fix that later. Cool, well, don't forget, coupon code is geocaching. We're getting near the end of the show. And uh, pick up stuff while supplies last, you know? We always keep forgetting, what was it? One, a couple of the 3D printers were on sale, they were. but they're already out of stock, out of stock. so. Thank you for buying them. It supports all of us here at Adafruit. Open source company, 100% woman owned. No VC capitals. Yep, bootstrapped or whatever. <laughs> this is awesome. Thank you guys so much. It really, it really means a lot. And uh, tonight we have a show and tell. Do you want to come and share your projects with the world or what you're working on? And say hey, what's up to Lamar and Phil. Uh, you can do so by hanging out with us on the show and tell. It happens every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. That's tonight. Later then is Ask an Engineer. We're going to get some new products. Oh, some secrets. Mm-hmm. Some new on secrets. That secret stuff. Secret stuff. That's tonight at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Forget to tune in to the <laughs> Discord to check out all of the links to jump on the show and tell. And then tomorrow... Tomorrow's Jump Park. He's back. I think he's working on some more trellis-based projects, so definitely tune in for that. Yep. Also gearing up for Ada Box uh, 10. That's right. Speaking of which, if you want that Ada Box, that sweet hot Ada Box, you need to get it now because I don't think it's gonna, the subscription is going to close soon. Mm -hmm. It's already closed for nine. So uh, get on that if you want to get the, the most awesomest subscription box. Took a peek. Looks like some really awesome um, projects coming up. Yep. Also, on that related note, um, take a look at our shipping deadlines. You definitely don't want to get caught up in a winter storm or yeah. truck that you know goes off of a bridge or something. Definitely Is order right? in time uh, because everything is going to be out of stock yeah. by the time it gets closer to the holidays. Here's a blog post that has all the holiday deadlines here. UPS ground, place orders by Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern time, December 7th. You, need you to should get, on get that it right on now. December 21. It tells you when it will arrive or when it should arrive. There's an asterisk to that too, because yeah. remember weather. Weather, 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 weather. You can't avoid that one. You got three day, two day, next day, first class USPS. Check so it out on afoodcom shipping. You get all the dates there. Is it really? It should be shipping, yeah. All right. Well, whatever. I'll take your word for it. I'm not gonna type it right now. <laughs> cool. Well, there you go. That's the show, man. Thank you guys again for joining us. We do the show every week, for the most part, every Wednesday at 11 a.m. live. And uh, shout out to the folks for, for tuning in. Yay. Lots of good comments it. in the chat room. Yeah, thank you. Get us to follow us on all the socials, of course, yeah. on Discord. You can add us with any uh, project suggestions and questions. Shout out to everybody in the chat room and both Discord and YouTube. Thank you all for joining every week. Yay. We wish you super good vibes on your projects. I know a lot of folks were on break and they, were, they get to work on their projects and that's always the funnest when you mm -hmm. get a little bit of time, you get to get in your lab, yeah. solder up some stuff, stay nice and warm. <laughs> always have your uh, googly-eyed uh, solder fume extractor on. Uh -huh. Very cool stuff. Uh, cool, guys. All right. Thank you all for joining. We'll see you guys later tonight on the show and tell. Yeah, but until yeah. then, remember to make a great, a great day. day. Here's this week's fail. Yep, here we got a fail. Yeah, this is a new time lapse that we're doing. It ended up working, but uh, we didn't put enough glue stick down, huh? Uh, the That's vertical cool. retraction wasn't high enough, and mm, but there's still like the glue didn't hold the thing. That's why the kind of fell off. There. Well, that's why it didn't strike. It striked. Oh, because there wasn't enough glue stick. 
There wasn't enough vertical retraction on it. I think there's enough. You can see it retracting pretty good. No, no, no. It lifts. Here's a really cool one. This is like what it fails like with the Octolabs plugin. You just see this like, like what happened? Like things like coming, like walking. <laughs> it, it's self-conscious and walks away. Right there. You can see it walking away. It's pretty cool. Can you guys guess what this is? I think I've already posted on the on the socials what it is. Oh. Well, Tune in there it. to check it out what it is. All right, bye guys. Have a great one.